When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome. Welcome to Sustainable Success. If you're just uh, new to us, thank you for joining us today. Again, uh, you could also find us on Facebook at face at Sustainable Success 2017. Feel free to check us out there as we have many of our great guests that we've had on for the last two and a half years sharing their wisdom and not only to insights with business, but also to your personal life as well with your well-being and relationships. Again, it's the sustainable way where life and business come together and that you're doing you're being your best each and every day. So again, that's Sustainable Success 2017 on Facebook. We encourage you to come by, like us, and follow the uh, different episodes each and every week from there, as well as from the Influencers Channel here on Voice America. It's hard to believe it's already October. My God, where did September go? We got less than 12 weeks left in the year, but we want to finish strong the sustainable way. And again, uh, we got a great guest today. And before I introduce him, I'm going to just give a background about what we're going to be talking about today, including a little background about him. Uh, today's title is called Three Steps to Transforming Your Life and Business. And, you know, as you know, here at Sustainable Success, everything is about process, right? That the desired results that you seek are from what you put into the process. So we're going to get a wealth of information here today. And today we're going to be talking to uh, Peter Collette. And Peter is known as Polish Peter in the industry. He is a transformational coach for immigrant entrepreneurs and business owners uh, right here in the United States. And because of his ability to speak into people's lives and dive deep into what's holding someone from being successful, he has been referred as the Polish Tony Robbins by his students. Peter owns a successful national business development and coaching company that has worked with high six and seven figure businesses in 16 different industries around the country. His clients consistently return positive ROIs in their businesses. He has been featured in a Fast Company magazine as one of the top 100 most influential people on the internet and is in the top 10% of the most connected LinkedIn profiles in the world. He runs a successful online podcast and is the founder of the first ever immigrant entrepreneur-centered mastermind called Immigrants United, and that can be found at immigrantmasterunite.com. And you'll be hearing that URL throughout uh, the show today, and we'll give Peter to do a time to expand more on what that mastermind is. And without further ado, we welcome Peter to the show. Peter, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Chris. Thank you so much for this unbelievable, awesome introduction. I'm so humbled to be on here, and I appreciate you having me on here. Absolutely, it is a pleasure to have you. And you know, I would, you know, when we talk about, you know, you know, transformation, you know, a lot of times. As you know, in the personal development business, you know, people, a lot of times they're looking for that quick way that they can make a pivot in their lives. You know, that, you know, that what is that new process? What can be done to take me from where I'm at personally to where I'd like to be in my business, where I want to create a life that that I've always desired, but, you know, I, I want it done quick. But the reality is it's not always the case, but talk a little bit about you know, the process, you know, and we could talk about the three steps about 
one that is embarking on transforming their current situations to where they want to be. Right. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good point because, you know, in the personal development space, like you said, I mean, people are looking for this quote unquote magic button, right? The secret that if I'm going to do this, all of a sudden my life's going to alter. And, you know, and what ends up happening a lot of times when they're looking for that, what ends up happening is they're going to end up jumping from one thing to another. I call these squirrels, right? And, you know, you have, now you're outside and you're in a park and you see squirrels. They're all over the place. And because of that, kind of looking for this magic button, uh, the secret, they can never get to the actual success because it ends up keeping them in this kind of a vicious circle to moving from one thing to another. So what we've developed and what we are looking at is this simple process to actually help you get what you want and not actually what, you know, what the world is telling you and all that kind of stuff. So the three steps yeah. that you're talking about, you know, do you know what I mean, Chris? I mean, it's like, no, absolutely. Cool, I, right? I, I, I totally identify with that. Again, you know, it's great that when you can see a mentor, right. And they have, you know, maybe there's a certain way that they were able to achieve success. Doesn't necessarily mean that verbatim that is going to work for, but yet if we could take some of those concepts and apply it to our situation and kind of develop our own way of working that process, then perhaps that we're able to do that. And I guess, you know, if you like to continue, that will probably give some people some ideas that, you know, it's not one size fits all. It's kind of like taking what works and how that can adapt to, you know, that person's particular situation. Right, exactly. And so, listen, so this process is very, like, personal to you, listener. So, so you guys that are listening to it, this is basically all about you and what you want to get out of life. And here's the thing. Uh, my mentor, because I have my own coaches, right? Uh, my coach, for instance, his name is Steve Cook. He is the founder of a company called Life on and what we've developed, uh, you know, obviously he started this whole process and I've used it in my own business. And now based on that, you know, methodology, I, in my own mastermind, my own coaching mastermind, I use it with all my students is this three-step process. And what it is, is this. The first step is to creating your life vision. Here's what I mean by that. If you guys, you know, for those of you who have been in business for any amount of time, you know that everybody's basically saying, you got to write your business plan, right? Write your business plan, your mission, your, what you want your business to look like, who's your customer and all that kind of stuff, right? And then you go about fulfilling on that plan. What nobody really tells you to do is creating this quote unquote business plan for life. Like we call it the life vision because what ends up happening a lot of times when you develop your plan, like in this case for your business, what you end up doing is you get really good at working on that stuff. And then guess what suffers a lot of times your life. And I see this so many times because, you know, I have students coming in who are working 80, 90, hundred hours a week, or they're running around with all these squirrels, Right because they don't have a, a vision for what their life is supposed to look like. So what we do is we say, listen, hold off on the, for a second on creating this whole business thing. You got to figure out what you want your life to look like. And once you figure out what your life to look like, 
then the whole entire business that you are doing or you need to restructure or create is based around living the life that you want. And now because of that, you get a lot more focused. You get more intentional. You get, you know, um, become this more focused person who is taking the steps who are going to get you as fast as possible to create the life that you want. And the business that you are going to be using is going to be aligning with your, uh, with your life. Does that make sense, Chris, what I'm saying? No, absolutely. The way, the way I, I guess I perceived it and you, you, and you nailed it is that a lot of times people just go into it really like they, they kind of have a wish and a, you know, a general understanding of what they want to do. Or sometimes it's not the case. Sometimes they're not exactly sure. But if they do, but it's not specific enough. It's not clear. And they and, and I guess what you were saying, Peter, is that they don't break it down. You know, you know, again, there's a process to get from here to here. It's not like overnight. So but if they have a clear picture of what that's going to look like, then they can say, okay, this is the process that's going to take place. This is what I have to, these are the goals. These are the systems I have to apply to make that happen. So yeah, elaborate on that because that's really important. I think what you just mentioned with that, you know, that you have to have that in place before you can execute a business plan. Right. Because here's the thing. I mean, for, you know, people listening to this, you're on all different walks of life, right? You know, maybe you're single maybe you're married. Maybe you have kids, maybe you're, you know, have a nine to five job or you have a business, right? And what that what ended up happening is without having this life vision, this business, this nine to five or whatever it may be, starts to consume most of your time and you are not truly like focused to get what you want. So when we talk about the life vision, what we're actually talking about is writing out in as much detail as you can is what do you want your life to look like? Because we all have this quote-unquote American dream, right? I remember when I came here when I was young and I was 14 years old, didn't speak any English, right? I came here and my American dream was, you know, that I'm going to have a beautiful car. I'm going to have a beautiful, you know, uh, house. Uh, I'm going to live in a place where there's palm trees, big skyscrapers, sunny skies, and, uh, you know, a beautiful wife and all that kind of stuff, right? Two and a half kids and pick up fans, that kind of stuff, right? Guess how I knew where I got that dream from, from watching Beverly Hills Cop, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, but that's, you know, I called it the distorted American dream because we all have this quote-unquote American dream, but it revolves around the, the, the business side, not so much what you want. So what we do is we alter the focus, right? We reframe what we're looking at and we're looking, okay, what is this life going to look like? What do I want my life to look like when it comes to my family? What do I want my life to look like when it comes to my friends and health and my needs? What is it that I truly need in my life? What is it that I want in my life? What does it look like when it comes to my hobbies, my personal you know, um, gratification, my no regrets, Right? When you're, you know, 80, 90 years old and you're towards the end of your life and you look back at your life, you know, what are the things that you have not done so you don't have any regrets, right? And we start putting this stuff in there, we start creating that vision, that way that we're going to be living our life. 
And what ends up happening a lot of times, like we have events throughout the United States, right? And we do these events. It's a three-day event. We have people come in and they uh, sit down and they first start working on their life vision. And all these categories that I just mentioned to you, they start lining them up. They start putting what they want their life to look like. So, for instance, you know, uh, three kids. I have three kids myself. So in my vision, I have that I spend X amount of time with my kids, you know, on a weekly basis, right? I also put down, like, what do I my, my personal uh, relationships look like, right? My hobbies, that kind of stuff. So what ends up happening is once you lay that out and then you look at your calendar and you start putting some of those things in the calendar, you start seeing that now in order to have my business run to support that life, ultimately I need to get down to, we find it's about 25 or so hours a week that these people um, create that they can put actually towards the business. So now when it comes to creating that business, what ends up happening, they have to be a lot more intentional, right? They have to ask themselves the question like, okay, what is the one thing that I need to do today to get me closer to that vision in my business? So now when it comes down, you know, to sitting down at 10 o'clock in the morning to work on your business, you know that if you don't work on your business very intentionally, you're going to be taking away from the life that you, the life that you truly want, right? And that becomes a lot more, you know, they start creating that why, the big why that starts driving them towards that vision. They get more intentional. I keep saying intentional, but it's so important. Like we oh, have yeah. so many people come to our events and they said, I have problem in time management, right? And I asked the room, who has a problem with time management? Half the, probably more like 90% of people raise their hand. Well, guess what? When you have a calendar that's intentional, right? Guess what? That whole time management issue disappears because now you know what you need to work with, right? And you don't allow those squirrels to sort of jump into your life so much. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Absolutely. More clarity and more specific. Yeah. Right. Clarity. Right. Because listen, think about it this way, guys. When you don't have this clarity on what you want your life to look like, we are going to fill up our time, however, to make ourselves feel like we are being productive. And if you think about it, how many times in a week have we sat at the end of the day and you've done so much, you're exhausted, but you don't feel like you've done anything productive, right? It happens quite often. But when you start, you know, you have that vision, that you are creating, that you know what you're going after, then that things that you're putting on your to-do list for that day become a lot more intentional because you only have so many hours and you don't allow those squirrels to get in your life and distract you and all that kind of stuff. Then actually that business plan that you were talking about earlier becomes a lot clearer too. You know what kind of a business you need to do because guess what? If you are intending to work 25 hours a week, you know you're not going to go after um, spending, you know, building this humongous company or whatever it might be, this ginormous kind of a business that's going to take away from actually living your life. And then what ends up happening is you don't end up working 80, 90, 100 hours and basically sacrificing your life and your family and all that kind of stuff because we see it all the time. So, I mean, this process, I tell you, man, 
It has saved marriages. It has saved relationships because guess what? The husband or wife are no longer out there, uh, their home, and they're building their relationships and actually building the business that they truly want to support that life. Yeah, I mean, what it sounds like, you know, Peter, what you're saying, and, and this is so important, you know, you have that life vision, but then you you provide some structure. You're able to kind of put things in perspective so as they see the bigger picture and they can start breaking that down specifically, they can put things in priority. And, you know, a lot of times right. with people, they're kind of like all over the place. They're multitasking. They start something, they get distracted, they get, you know, and then they're off to something else. And then they wonder why they keep tripping over themselves over and over and over again, and then really not getting far with what they planned out, planned to do. So, so I guess like, you know, again, they begin to, like you said, they begin to find more time, you know, cause they make the time, they value their time, so to speak. So in, in, we have right. about two minutes, two minutes left to the break, Peter, let's just with this segment, let's sum up exactly what you talked about and kind of summarize it for those that might've joined excuse me, halfway through that we can summarize, you know, the importance of the life vision and, you know, so forth. And we're going to go into a deeper dive with some, what holds some people back sometimes in the second segment. Right. Awesome. So, yeah. So to summarize it, life vision is basically we take it down to a one page document that you have where you outline and prioritize the most important things that you want in your life that's you, what you want your life to look like. And the categories that we've outlined is, let's say your needs, your wants, your family, your spiritual life, your friends, your health, your charitable life, the no regrets, hobbies, personal gratification. So you go through that and you've noticed that I did not mention business on there, on that vision, because that's the last thing that we actually work on. So once you create that document and make sure that the document moves, touches and inspires you, like, like get you going, then you have something that you can live by to create that business that you truly want in your life. So is that pretty good summary right there? Yes, it, it absolutely is. It really brings it together because like you said, life and business, we're striving for harmony and, you know, and if things are not, you know, the way they should be in our personal lives, it affects, you know, what we do in our business. So it's so true. So, uh, so important what you uh, mentioned there. So again, um, we're uh, we're listening to Peter Kalat again. He is uh, he's he's known as the Polish Peter in in the transformational coach uh, for in- immigrant entrepreneurs and business owners right here in the United States. We got more to come here, folks. So don't leave. Uh, we have a lot of stuff coming here that's going to kind of tie this all together. How you can start to pivot with your life and business. Again, looking at life and business as one here. So again, uh, come back. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses 
Manage the effect, but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. If you're just joining us again, we're here with Peter Collat. He's known as the Polish Peter in the industry. He's a transformational coach for immigrant entrepreneurs and business owners. Again, you're going to want to check Peter out at ImmigrantMastersUnite.com. That's ImmigrantMastersUnite.com. Again, uh, if you're just joining us, we were talking in the first segment about the importance of a life vision and it always you know, making sure to include your personal life in with your business objectives because life in business is one. That's how what we talk about here on Sustainable Success. Uh, but if you are just joining us, you can, again, listen to that segment in its entirety on the on-demand version later today, which will be available around 6 o'clock East Coast time. So with that being said, Peter, let's get into, you know, the mindset aspect. You know, mindset is like the foundation, I would say, for everything when it comes to success, whatever that means to that person. Can we talk about from a mindset, you know, you know what, what could be some of the things that could get get in the way, you know, in preventing people from uh, doing what they aspire to do? Right. That's a great point. In the short, Chris, um, some things that can get in the way is you, yourself, right? Yep. <laughs> because that's what happens. You know, I mean, think about it this way. If you've been you know, struggling to start this business going, whatever, you're an entrepreneur by yourself, right? Who's the common denominator among here? It's you, right? So we got to look at the mindset. And here's the thing. Students that come into my own coaching mastermind, and one of the first things a lot of them do is like, okay, Peter, Give me some strategies on how to ramp up my business or do whatever the case may be, right? Or how to get my business going, whatever it might be. And the thing is, is that that strategy, that's only about 10% of that overall success to get the life and business that you truly want. The other 90% is the mindset, which most people don't focus on. Yeah. So the mindset is one of the most important things that you have to focus on. I know, Chris, you look at that really you know, deeply because it is, there's a lot of limiting beliefs that we have, right? Yep. About success, about, you know, there's fears and all that kind of stuff. And all that put together, I call them like these blind spots. And what I mean by this is this, you know, you're driving down the street and you have a blind spot on your car. And what ends up happening is when the car next to you is your blind spot is you don't see that car. Not until something alters, either the car moves up or the car, you know, uh, slows down or you, you know, speed up or you slow down or you start changing the lane. All of a sudden you see that car in a blind spot. And when you see that car in a blind spot, you immediately 
alter your course, right? Whether you're staring in the lane or maybe you hit him, whatever it might be, but there's something that changes in that moment. And what I mean by that is we all have these kinds of blind spots in our lives. So let me give you an example of my own personal blind spot because I've had that happen for me for many, many, many years that was basically holding me back from success back in the day without me even realizing it. So when I was eight years old, what happened was uh, my parents got divorced when I was eight years old. And the reason for that is because my dad was, um, you know, ended up being very, you know, alcoholic and abusive, both mentally and physically. And what ended up happening is this one day, he came home in the middle of the night, about two, three o'clock in the morning. And he, um, you know, walked, we were living in like a 12 by 12 room because it was back in Poland. There was a communist era country. And uh, so there was like our living room, our bedroom. I mean, everything was basically in that little room except for the bathroom, which were down the hallway, right? It was a public restroom. So he comes in and he wakes everybody up, and me, my mom, and uh, he wants money to go back into the bar. And whether my mom had money or not, I don't know, but they started arguing. And before you know it, it got physical. So me, being this seven-year-old, eight-year-old kid, I tried to, like, you know, save my mom and all that kind of stuff. And so I jumped on him, and he threw me off. And then I went in, and I was trying to, like, frantically think of, like, what do I do? What do I do? Because she was, like, beating my mom up. And so I went in the kitchen. I got a frying pan, and, and I stood. If you can imagine a couch, now you have the arm on the side on the couch. I stood behind him, and I went, and I hit him over the head with a frying pan. And oh my he fell God. over and passed out. And in that moment right there, I remember like as clear as day that I said to myself, I will never be like you. I will make sure that people like me because I don't like you right now. So now that decision in that moment, what do you think? What kind of a person comes out of that kind of a, a thinking? Well, I make sure that people like me. Well, people pleaser. Right? Does that make sense? So what ends up happening is my whole life, in my business, in my personal life, I was trying to make sure that people liked me, that I am likable. So I would say yes to everything and everybody. And in the midst of all of this, guess who wasn't happy? My clients yep. weren't happy. My wife at the time wasn't happy. I wasn't happy because the people pleaser was so big in me that I was just trying to make sure everything happens. That was actually limiting me from being successful in life. And not yep. until I actually had a coach who had this kind of a conversation with me when we uncovered this blind spot that I said, oh my God, that's been running my whole life. And I saw all kinds of different instances in my entire life that that was actually stopping me, that whole people pleaser was stopping me from being successful in life. So we all have these kinds of moments, I believe, in our life that create those blind spots for us. And then from that, we have all these different limiting beliefs about, you know, people and things like that. So for instance, like I came out of the communist country, Poland, that was back then. I mean, we abolished in like 89. But back then when I was little, the communist era was very poor, right? The government, quote-unquote, takes care of you, but you don't have a lot of money. So money was very scarce, right? So my belief about money was it's never enough, right? And that rich people 
were bad because only rich people I knew, the people in like, so government kind of look up there that they weren't doing good things, right? So now, if I had that belief that rich people are bad or the money is very scarce, can never have enough of it, well, guess what? The stuff in my mind that was happening, the stuff that I was talking about was, well, I don't want to be poor. I don't want to be poor. I don't want to be poor. And rich people are bad. Now, am I ever going to be successful when I have that kind of a mindset? No. No. Right? Because I'm trying to avoid all this bad stuff, right? So when I finally got reframed that whole idea and I saw, wait a minute, rich people are freaking amazing. They are charitable. They give back. They help others, you know, because I started surrounding myself with people who are like that, right? That they are empowering others and they are doing great things. Now I want to be that. I want to be like them kind of a thing, right? And it started to pulling me, right? The money, the conversation I had about money started altering. So for you listeners, ask yourself those kinds of questions. What is that conversation that I have going on in my mind that can possibly be stopping me from succeeding? And if you don't think you have a, like that inner voice, the little mini me in your head, then pause for a minute and just listen to the little voice. And for those of you guys who in this very moment said, what voice? I don't have a voice. Well, that is the voice that you just talked about, right? That we just talked about. But that is one of those things that's keeping you from succeeding because we have those kinds of limiting beliefs, right, about ourselves or like I'm not enough. You know, Chris, one of the biggest, uh, you know, limiting beliefs that I come across with my students is I am not enough. Yep. Right. That is one of those beliefs that I see all the time happening. And guess what? They probably heard so many people tell them, listen, you are enough. But until you truly believe yourself that you are, nothing's going to alter. Right. So when I sit down with these students, I literally will have them tell me, like, listen, I, you know, I get what you're saying that you're not enough. So give me one of those situations in your life that, um, you did great because there was probably some success, right? So tell me about one of those instances and they tell me. And I'll ask him, look, so tell me now on scale of one to 10, where the one is, I was totally not enough in that. I was, I was horrible, I sucked kind of thing. And 10, I was like on top of the world, where do you land? And then they start telling me, let's say five or six or seven, right? Maybe in that moment because they were really rocking it out. And then I'll ask him a simple question. Well, why didn't you say that you were a three or a two? And they start giving me all kinds of different reasons why they are enough. And their belief starts to change. It starts to alter for them. And then they finally can like, oh, my God, I, I am totally, I can rock this out. Because one of those things that happens for a lot of people is they don't believe in themselves, that they can do it, like they're not enough or they're not loved, or whatever it might be. And once they, you know, like in a coach or a mastermind, where they finally start seeing that, sometimes they have to battle the belief from somebody else. They start moving in the right direction. Because now, remember in the first segment, we talk about the life vision. 
they have this clear direction, that GPS, to get them where they want to go. And now the mindset starts to alter, shift, because now they start taking different steps towards the vision. They start believing a little bit more. They start getting more confident. They start, you know, living that vision that they're creating. And ultimately what ends up happening is they start growing at a faster pace to get there actually faster and quicker to where they want to be. Does that make sense? Makes total sense. Absolutely. So it's like, again, you, you know, you're, you're you, you, like, I like to always call it like there's the inner critic and then there's your inner champion. You have that negative self-talk, positive self-talk. And, and it, when yeah. it comes down to what you said, Peter, is, you know, even though we may not think of it this way when we're obviously operating in the problem, but it's always a choice, right? We always have a choice whether, you know, what, what to, you know, where to, where to uh, listen to, whether if it's that inner critic or inner champion. So talk about those mm-hmm. people that may not be able to maybe, let's say they're going through this and you talked about your experience and your process, but, you know, let's say those people are in the problem. They, they, they know they're not where they want to be. Talk about a little bit about, you know, like, like how they can move into that. Like, because again, some people may not feel it. You know, so it, right. it's hard to, yeah. Well, one of the first things we brought up at the point, Chris, is one of the first things that they need to get is that they do have a choice. Because the people who are stuck in this kind of a negative uh, cycle, a lot of them, they don't believe that they have a choice, right? That they can choose whether or not they can do one thing or another. I mean, you, if you have a nine-to-five job, right, You have a choice to go to the office tomorrow and say, listen, I quit, right? You have a choice. Granted, there will be a consequence to that, right? Because the paycheck is not going to show up next week, right? But you have a choice to do that. So what the first thing is for them to recognize that every single quote-unquote decisions that they make in their life is a choice. When they are deciding, whether they're deciding on acting on something or you know, basically not doing anything and sitting in front of the TV on Netflix and binge on that, you know, uh, some kind of a show, that's still a decision or I like to call it a choice that they're making every single time. So once you recognize that, that you are making choices and that you are the one in charge of men, granted there will be some consequences to it because, listen, if you end up sitting in front of that TV instead of working on your business, there is a choice. And what's the cost to that? What's the impact? Once you get that impact of it, that, listen, if I keep going at this rate and getting from TV and not working diligently through my business, five years from now, I'll be in the same spot. And, you know, and so one of the things that I work with my students is to really get the impact of the choices that they make. Because once they get that impact and the cost that is costing them off making those, you know, choices that are not moving towards the vision, now the whole thing alters. You know, I mean, that's, you know, I'll give you an example. Like, why is it that sometimes, you know, a man or whoever it is goes to a doctor, he smokes cigarettes, right, his whole life, and the doctor keeps telling him, you guys stop smoking because you're going to get cancer. You guys stop smoking, you're going to get cancer, and nothing changes, right? He's like, yeah, doctor, I know, I know, I need to stop it. And he might stop it for a day or so, right? And then he goes back to his old ways, the old habit, right? Because we humans live in patterns, right? We have these patterns that we live in. But then something happens in his life. Maybe all of a sudden he has a stroke 
or someone very close to him in his family um, has some kind of a medical condition or he sees something out there that has a profound kind of a big impact on him. And all of a sudden, in a minute, in a moment, basically, he makes a choice and decision to stop smoking. And I've seen this happen many times. Um, in my own students, I mean, we've had people who are dealing with different, you know, uh, addictions of her, who get the impact of it, and that person literally stops in that moment of doing that old habit. Because once you recognize the cost that it's giving you, and you get that, like you really get that, like it's hitting your heart, right? It needs to hit your heart. It's not just this kind of a thing I should, right? Because we all should all the time, but it becomes a must. Now, everything alters on how you live your life, how you take actions towards your business, who you talk to, who you allow to be in your life, who you allow to distract you, right? Like, I don't pick up the phone between 10 and 2 o'clock, you know, during the day because that's my business time. And any other calls that are not important, I don't pick them up because they're a distraction, right? That becomes very like a, a big why for me to do that. And so when it comes to the beliefs, when it comes to um, mindset, getting the impact, creating that big why of why you are doing this is really important because that's the stuff that's going to drive you every single day to get you to where you want to be. So to like kind of summarize, you know, one of the first things you got to look at is like, okay, so what are some of my limiting beliefs, those blind spots that we mentioned, right? So you can start writing out on the paper like, well, I'm not, or I can't, right? Or whatever, some kind of a negative, you know, phrases that you use and start listening to that inner voice, yep. the inner critic, like you mentioned. Once you start doing it, you start reframing it, and then you get the impact of it, the big you know, uh, reason why you need yep. to do this, and then you have the why drive you. No, that's it's, it's so important. So, yeah, I mean, like you said, we, you know, the way you worded it is that you know, if we're going to understand our big why, we have to have the clarity from a place of uh, not limited beliefs, we you know limited beliefs are going to cloud that. It's going to it's going to cause confusion. It's not you're not going to have that clarity. So that's so true. Why you know you know when we look at our big why, we want to make sure that we're not operating from limited beliefs, and we can make that shift over time. So I think this is so important. So again, listeners, if you're listening to Peter again, you know take notes and you know go back and listen to this episode again in its entirety when it's on demand later today. Uh, some critical information here that can really help you wherever you are right now. So even if you're having success, but you're looking at for another level, or you're looking to start a new business or change something in your personal life, this is the way to do it. So uh, again, take notes and check out this episode in its entirety. Again, we're uh, talking about three steps to transforming your life in business. We have to go to break, but we'll be right back. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. 
Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to sustainable success. Well, welcome back. You're, we're here with Peter Collat, again known as Polish Peter in the industry, a transformational coach for immigrant entrepreneurs and business owners right here in the United States. Again, uh, we are talking about three steps to transforming your life and business, and we've covered a lot of ground here. So we encourage those that are just joining us here, as we know people have, have are working and have business meetings, but you can listen to this show in its entirety. Uh, at, at the Voice America Influencers Channel, and then also at our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. Again, we highly encourage you to listen to the show as Peter has uh, dropped a lot of nuggets here in terms of things that could help you pivot in your life and business. So, Peter, you know, we were talking about, obviously, you know, the vision, pro- uh, the, the life vision process. We were talking about mindset and how we can overcome limited beliefs and then how we can then really determine our big why to start moving things forward. What would be now next? What we should be doing when if we we if we just if we determine our big why? What are the next steps that we have to look at really to start building a sustainable success for ourselves? Well, I'm glad you asked that, Chris, because the next step is people's favorite thing that they love doing all the time is taking massive action, right? <laughs> and I know I'm kind of you know, laughing at that, but, uh, you know, it is one of those things that everybody knows that they should be doing, but a lot of times they don't take those steps, right? And the reason I think a lot of times they don't take the massive action, which is like the step three and out of this three-step process, is that one, they don't have a clarity on where they actually want to go, which we solve in step one, right? The vision, the life vision, because that basically, that life vision, guys, is like your GPS to get what you want to go, right? That we're, you know, where is it that exactly want to go? So now you have that figured out, right? The second thing is those beliefs about yourself, right? If you surround yourself with people or a coach in a mastermind or whatever that's going to help you, and I truly believe in that, you know, one of the first books I've ever read back in the day was Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. And he talks about the mastermind, right? And that is so important. And I truly believe that. So now you have those limiting beliefs that you started uncovering and reframing those. And the next step is to just start taking massive action. 
start going after those goals, right? Because you have those limiting beliefs, the big why that's going to pull you, that's going to get you to go further and faster towards it. And now it's a massive action thing. So how does this actually work, this massive action? Well, I think there is three important ingredients that you um, have to work on to get the massive action going. So one thing is this. We all have some of these big lists, to-do lists that are on a plate, on our plate, right? I mean, you know, if you are a mother, you have a pretty big list in your life, right? If you are a husband or a wife or whoever it might be, or entrepreneur, you might have a pretty big list. So when it comes to going after this vision, what you want to start doing is looking at that list and say, listen, what is the one thing that I can do today that's going to move me closer to that vision right now? Not so much six months from now or eight months from now, but right now, what's the thing that I can do that's going to move me closer to it? And then you start working towards that. You start working on that goal because you know that when you start doing that, it's going to move you closer to living that life that you truly want, that true American dream that we kind of talked about. And I know that a lot of the things that I discussed, you know, we mentioned that I work with a lot of immigrants, but, you know, immigrants are, you know, they come from the outside into this country and they create their lives and successful ones. I interview a lot of them and that is the big ingredient. They take massive action, right? They don't let the squirrels get into their life. So the way you take the massive action is, you, uh, the second step of that, you start to align yourself, have accountability in your life. Because listen, here's the thing. Me knowing back in the day that I was a people pleaser, do you see how that is really important for me to have accountability? Because I would do everything for other people, but for myself. So I would go and help others, but I wouldn't help myself to get to where I want to go. So the accountability, having someone in your life who's going to truly hold you accountable and not let you, you know, create excuses, it's so important. So when my coaching mastermind, the one that you mentioned, Immigrant Masters Unite, like we create accountability groups and I keep my students accountable too. And what ends up happening is the big difference is that when we say that we're going to hold you accountable to getting this particular goal done by this particular time, I hold you accountable. There is a consequence or a reward attached to that goal, right? So you have a goal that you set for yourself. We create a consequence and a reward depending which one works really well for you, right? Because some people are driven by consequences. Some people are driven by rewards. So we create that. And then we truly hold you accountable. So when my student sends me that, you know, we have a retreat and he comes and says, I didn't hit my goal. And I, you know, he starts giving me all kinds of excuses because this and this and this and this happened. Well, guess what? I'm not buying it, right? Because we all have kinds of excuses. So he knows that if he doesn't hit that goal, then when he comes, he's going to have to live up to the concept and he's going to have to take that on. So I'll give you guys an example. One of my students, um, he was, uh, wanted to uh, launch a podcast and he wanted to launch 10 episodes. And for the longest time, he had a really hard time doing it. So I sat down with him and I started to get to know him, right? Because I know what kind of a person he is. And I said to him, all right, so what is it that you, um, 
uh, what's the consequence? So he came, he says, I'll put $50 to something if I don't hit my goal for the one episode. It'll be $50 per episode. I said, all right, well, let's make it a little more interesting. Let's make it an even 100. And the reason why I said, because now it's like the 50 was kind of comfortable for him, but now the 100 is a little bit more uncomfortable, right? So he's like, uh, okay, fine, I'll do it. So if he didn't record an episode, it's 100 bucks. And we created a little fund that he's going to have to put that money into. So every mm-hmm. single time he did not record the episode, he has to put $100 into this fund that I have control over as his coach, right? And I said to him, and here's the thing, at the end of this goal, this 10-run episodes, whatever episodes you don't record, the money that you put in there, I am going to give it to a charity. And he's like, well, all right, well, I guess that's what it is. But I know him that, you know, charity for him is actually, he loves doing charity. So I said what I knew about him, and this is, listen, I want you guys to know that we both agreed on these goals, right? It's not something that I'm just being me kind of a coach, right? Sometimes you kind of have to be that. So what we agreed on is that I knew that he was a Republican. So I said, well, the fund that we're going to deposit it to is a Hillary Clinton Foundation. (laughs) That's where the money's going to go. Now, do you think he got his goals accomplished? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. He made sure that every single one of these episodes were done. And it didn't matter what kind of an excuse or squirrel showed up in his life because that accountability and he knew that I was actually going to hold him accountable made all the difference for him. So that action, having the accountability and having the people in your life who are there to support you, because listen, even though I put this accountability in his life, it, he had someone in his life who was there for him, who was there to support him, right? If something didn't work, he could call me and say, listen, here's what's happening, and we figure this out, right? So you, that's why the masterminds, the coaching masterminds work really well because of the fact that you have the people to actually help you get what you want as opposed to tear you down. Because listen, when you're up to something, and Chris, you can tell me whether that's true or not, but if you are up to something in life, if you want to make a difference, There will be a lot of naysayers out there and people, why are you doing this? That's stupid, right? Or you're going to fail or, you know, because they want to be that comfortable thing, right? There's a lot of those kind of people there. No, it makes sense. So you want to make sure that, yeah. So you want to make sure that you are um, among people who are helping you to get there. Yeah, and, and like I said, I mean, would it be safe to say, Peter, that that when you're around either your coach or like somebody like yourself, uh, a group at a mastermind, uh, that type of thing, that p- those people that are keeping, you know, that are helping you to keep yourself accountable are also being the example for the, you know, keeping themselves accountable because they're doing the same thing. You know, they're practicing what oh, yeah. they preach. So being that example right. to, that you can model yourself from. Right. And what ends up happening too also is you don't want to be the guy who's dragging the whole group down, right? You don't want to be the last one mentally. So you, make sure that when it comes to like, we have retreats three times a year, like a three day retreat and we meet somewhere in the United States. So when they, these guys come, they want to make sure they're, they're not the guy who didn't do his goals, right? You don't want to be that guy. So that pulls you to get you 
acting further and faster to actually go after your goals. So because you see other people making stuff happen in your group and they become really close with each other and help each other get to where they want to go. Mm. So important. Accountability is so, so important, folks. Uh, you know, it's like, I, I always like to say that it, it's the, uh, you know, that glue that makes everything stick. Everything that you've done up to this part, you know, makes it sustainable. So it's an, it's an ongoing process because obviously this, you know, life and business as we evolve in a, from a sustainable platform, it's a process. So again, accountability is so important that Peter is talking about. So Peter, I, you know, I want to thank you for all the information that you've shared here today. I mean, these steps are, are, are just unbelievable in terms of how people can make these shifts and what's important to them. You know, and I know I wanted to, you know, give you some time to talk a little bit about, you know, about, a, you know, you know, less than two minutes here about, um, you know, immigrants masters unite, you know, a little information where people can, can find you and so forth. Yeah, thank you so much. Listen, first and foremost, Chris, thank you for having me. I was enjoyed being on here. It's an amazing thing what you do. I just want to acknowledge you for doing this for because people like this are needed in the world, right? So um, the Immigrant Masters Unite is a coaching mastermind where I both coach my students and we all mastermind. So that happened three times a year. And in between that, we actually have uh, a group calls and we have individual calls with me and all that kind of stuff. So to find out more, and actually I'm opening up for the listeners here an ability to have like a, a free call with me, kind of a, um, a call, call to find out more about you, like a, almost like an interview call, right? Sure. Application interview call if you're interested, because it's not for everybody. You know, mastermind is not for everybody. I mean, there is a cost involved to this. So if you want to find out more, just head over to immigrants. Masters Unite, immigrantmastersunite.com. That's immigrantmastersunite.com. And apply. If you're not immigrant, you know, don't worry. You can still go over there because I have another group that I could, you know, possibly put you in. But this one particular group that I've been talking about is strictly for immigrants, first or second generation immigrants. Now, if you want to find out more about me, you can find me on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Facebook, just type in Polish Peter. And I'll pop up there. I have a whole lot of trainings on their videos that I talk about different mindset stuff, different things. Uh, the event, the three-day event that I talked about where people are creating their own visions, reach out to me on Facebook and I'll hook you up with the ticket. And you can find out more about those events at lifeonerevents.com. That's lifeonerevents.com because we do these throughout the year about eight times, eight to ten times a year. So, I would love to connect with you guys. Right. Love to hear if there was some kind of impact on your life and uh, I get to know you better, okay? Peter, thank you so much for your time today. We thank you so much. Again, uh, listeners, you can listen to this show in its entirety uh, later today here on demand at the Voice America Influencers Channel for Sustainable Success or at Facebook at Sustainable Success 2017. We want to thank you guests each and every week joining us the sustainable way to get you know wealth a wealth of information that can help make pivots in your business for the better, including your personal lives. And without you, we couldn't be where we are today. We, you know, sustainable success is about serving you in your business and in your personal life. We look at life and business as one. And again, thank you and enjoy the rest of your week. And we'll see you back here next Thursday at 12 noon East Coast time. Have a great day, everyone. 
Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.